Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Goodness me, where do you start? Where do you even start? The utter horror and depravity of what is currently going on. And what is a massacre, and we have to keep calling it a massacre, is too asymmetric in nature to be properly described as a conflict. Now, over 10,000 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza. That's according to the health ministry, whose final figures in past violence in Gaza has been validated by subsequently both Israel and the United Nations. They released names, ages, Israeli assigned identification numbers for those who have been killed. We say killed, not died. They're not falling over randomly. They're being killed by Israeli weapons. Now, it's also actually clearly an underestimate rather than an overestimate. Many are under rubble. Their deaths have not been confirmed. It's estimated that perhaps approaching two and a half thousand Palestinians are trapped under rubble. Obviously, the vast majority of them dead. Others not going to be rescued and dying in the most horrendous circumstances imaginable. I'm sorry to have to say these sorts of things, but we need to know what this horror actually means. Survivors are reporting the unbearable smell in northern Gaza because many have been dead for so long and the smell of decomposition haunts the air. According to the Euromed Human Rights Monitors, an independent human rights group based in Geneva, the real figure is likely to be over 13,000 killed in Gaza, including over 5,500 children and over 3,000 women with over 28,000 people injured. That includes their figures, 2,411 Palestinians believed to be trapped under rubble. They believe that of those killed, 92% are civilians. This would amount to one in every 169 Gazans killed in the space of a month. Now, Russia's onslaught against Ukraine has been rightly condemned by myself, amongst many others, for its brutality and violence and war crimes. It's estimated by the UN um, office, uh, by the United Nations, um, that more than 9,900 civilians in that war have been killed since the start of the invasion. Now, that's a war that's been going on for over 600 days. Not 30 days, over 600 days. And Ukraine has a population 22 times bigger than that of Gaza. Just put those figures, those statistics in that context. The idea that the Israeli state is abiding by the norms that govern war to protect innocent life is a nonsense, an offensive nonsense that should not be indulged by a single credible journalist. Now, let's just come up with one example, the latest example. An Israeli minister declared on radio um, that an option was dropping a nuclear bomb on Gaza. Now, he was suspended from cabinet meetings, not from the government itself, but then a few hours later, he was attending a cabinet me meeting. So that clearly lasted, didn't it? Now, Israel's government said it was not going to drop a nuclear bomb on Gaza. We are now at the state stage of Israel denying its own minister's suggestions about dropping nuclear bombs on Gaza. I don't think they will drop a nuclear bomb on Gaza, not least because nuking a neighbouring country is suicidal. There, it has been said by many in response that this is what happens when you hate other people's children more than you love your own. 
As it happens, it's been estimated that on this tiny strip of land, no bigger than East London, the explosive power of bombs dropped already equates to roughly two Hiroshima bombs. What it does underline, this sort of intervention, is the contempt that the Israeli government, its ministers, its states have towards the lives of Palestinians. We've already had Benjamin Netanyahu quoting a genocidal passage from the Bible and officials variously describing for all buildings to be raised in Gaza, so it's a city of tents, confessions they are targeting for damage not accuracy, as well as an Israeli intelligence ministry document leaked calling for Gaza to be ethnically cleansed. We could go on. Let's listen, in fact, on that note, to the former director of uh, deputy director of Mossad, Ben Barak, who uh, is a member of the opposition. Now, they are supposed to be the centrist liberal alternatives to Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> בואו נפזר אותם בעולם, יש שם שניים וחצי מיליון אנשים, כל מדינה תקלוט עשרים אלף איש, מאה מדינות, זה הומני, זה מתבקש, הם פליטים ממילא, עדיף להיות פליט בקנדה מאשר פליט בעזה. אפשר, אפשר, אם העולם באמת רוצה לפתור את הבעיה הזאת, יכול לפתור אותה. דריאס, calling for Israel to ethnically cleanse Gaza, to drive out its entire population and scatter them around the world in what he calls a solution to the Palestinian problem. This rhetoric, it should be said, is being endorsed by US politicians. Listen to this, Republicans. As a whole, I would encourage the other side to not so lightly throw around the idea of innocent Palestinian civilians, as is frequently said. Uh, I don't think we would so lightly throw around the term innocent Nazi civilians during World War II. Listen to this Republican politician. He compares Palestinian civilians to Nazis and on the basis that none of them are innocent and therefore they're all fair game. Murderous, genocidal rhetoric. Let's just consider some of the latest horrors. Rantasi Children's Hospital, the home of the only paediatric cancer unit in Gaza and an ophthalmic hospital hit by an airstrike. Now they say the south of Gaza is a safe zone. Clearly a lie. Let's just listen to a part of this Al Jazeera report. Within the past hour, uh, another airstrike, major airstrike, uh, within the past few minutes, just before we were preparing for this live, uh, right in Al-Qarara area, eastern of Khan Yunus, very close to Salah al-Din uh, Road, a residential home was targeted. We're yet waiting for a confirmed uh, reports about the number of people uh, who were killed, but we were told from our source that the house that was targeted uh, uh, hosted uh, evacuees uh, inside of it. The United Nations have said this is the deadliest conflict for UN aid workers. At least 88 have been killed. Let's just name one of these journalists. Mohammed El Jaja. Remember him. We need to remember some of these names. They're not statistics. These are human beings. They loved. They had hopes, dreams, fears, anxieties, just like the rest of us. And they have been stripped of their humanity, deliberately, by the Israeli state, by the Western media, and by Western governments as a prerequisite for allowing the oppression that they have suffered to be maintained and this mass slaughter to be tolerated. Massacred along with his whole family. This journalist, this one journalist, his wife and two daughters, gone, wiped from the face of the earth. A record number of journalists have now been killed there in Gaza. Killed? Let's just listen to the president of the committee to protect journalists. The level of danger for journalists operating in Gaza right now is absolutely unprecedented. This is the most dangerous conflict 
for journalists that the Committee to Protect Journalists has ever documented. And we've been recording and documenting attacks against journalists for more than 30 years. 36 journalists have been killed in the past four weeks. And to put that in kind of context for you, last year we uh, documented 68 journalists and media workers killed worldwide over the space of 12 months, and 36 have died just in four weeks, just in Israel and Gaza. I'll tell you this, the lack of journalistic solidarity is nauseating, but that's for another video. I'll end by saying this, over 13,000 Palestinians in Gaza may well now have already been killed. Now, on the 7th of October, we rightly believed that the killing, the murder of a thousand Israeli civilians was intolerable. And now perhaps 13 times as many Palestinians have been killed and that number is only going up. And this has been only after 30 days. What will that toll be after 60 days, 90 days, 120 days? This has only just begun. This is, and there should be no doubt, one of the great crimes of our age. And our politicians and our media outlets are all complicit in what is going on. From the weapons that they sell to Israel, to the dehumanisation of the Palestinian people. Demonisation, dehumanisation, is always the prerequisite for all the great atrocities that have been committed against human beings. And so it has proved again in the killing field, in the mass grave that Gaza is becoming. Please like and subscribe. We have so many interviews to come, um, which are important. I need to keep elevating the voices that we need to hear right now. Please like and subscribe. Keep us on the road on patreon.com for us. For all listeners to the podcast, I'll speak to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.